In the motion picture industry, the star vehicle is a tale as old as time, a way to take a bankable star and rake the public for some extra cashola before they move on to a newer make and model. We know referring to human actors as objects isn't great, but we do love a solid star vehicle. When was the last time you said no to an Angelina Jolie movie? Um, never. Do we care about plot and solid writing? Nope. Not when Julia Roberts graces our screen. So, we're watching movies the way your mom watches them. We are asking a lot of questions we'll never have the answers to, but we're keeping our eyes peeled for the stars. Movie critics, we are not. But that won't stop us from preserving this sacred art form. Join us each week as we recap, reframe, and sometimes rewrite your favorite star vehicle. Hey, what's good? What's up, everybody? It's Saturday. I'm sick. It's Chanel. Steven's here, too, I think. <laughs> well, we're not in the same room because... We're not in the same even though, room. Even though this is rare, we're on the same coast of mm-hmm. the United States of America. Um, we are, we're not together because Chanel is... Currently infected. <laughs> With a summer cold or... With a summer with a summer cold. <laughs> with a summer cold or... This is like the game I've been playing for 18 months. It's like, am I dying of COVID or do I just have a cold? <laughs> and um, I think you have a funny. cold. You I really do? You have a, That's yeah, comforting. I think you have a cold. That's really comforting to hear. I have two negative COVID tests as of Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just like, this has got to be it. Like, this is it. This is my time. This is your moment in the sun. I just feel like, yeah, like... Have you had COVID? No, I haven't. Okay. I guess it's, I guess it, yeah, I guess it's your your turn, it, it, so to That's speak. exactly right. And I don't mean to make light of it. It's not funny, but I'm vaccinated no, it's and not. whatever. And, but, and we, but we handle serious topics with grace. With, with the levity they deserve. Lots of laws. Yeah. <laughs> no, it really, I just feel really resigned to it. It feels like, okay, fine. This is my time. Um, my two wonderful, beautiful grandparents tested positive on Sunday and I was with them. So you know what? If you're going to get it, that's the way that you get <laughs> it. Your From your grandma and your grandpa who are both vaccinated <laughs> yeah. as well. And they have a wonderful right. doctor and their doctor gave them chest x-rays and he didn't have to. So they're great. <laughs> wonderful. So if you have good health care... But you've been you've been responsibly holed up in a room, right? Yeah. So I have not left this room um, except to pee since Tuesday. Um, I've been masking around my fam. Um, if I have to cross paths with them, which I do not like to do, but um, do you only go out at night? Yeah. Li- quite literally, the other day I, w- I waited all day. I was so hungry and I was too scared to ask anyone for a meal in my house because <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were gonna be like, no. Or like worse, they're like, come down and eat it with us. <laughs> yeah, so I went out at like 11.30 at night and I just made spaghetti for myself. <laughs> did you like creep down the stairs? Yeah, I did it really quietly. Soft and I was wearing, <laughs> I was wearing a KN95 and like my nose is already kind of stuffed up. So it was like very hard to breathe. <laughs> in your own I'm home, okay no less. In my own house, I'm really not okay. And I've been spiraling out. I've just been like, what if our air conditioning system is like pumping this disease into every room? Like, what if? What if? This is but, a very what if week for me, which wasn't fun, but. Yeah. This is a very I've what had, if movie. I've had a pretty good week. Not gonna, not gonna Didn't lie. Didn't ask. <laughs> Flip that shit on you. 
Um, let's hear it. Speaking of not asking, did you like how last night I tried to set emotional boundaries with you? That was so jarring to me. (laughs) Readers, I texted Stephen was watching Night and Day, which took me all day to consume. Which from that I don't understand. I know. I couldn't put it down. I was like the read of the summer. I texted Stephen last night with like no context, which I understand. I texted like, I'm crying right now. And he wrote back. (laughs) He wrote back, okay. (laughs) And I was, and I was like, oh, it was about the, it's about the movie. Like, it's very funny. And he's like, oh. (laughs) I was just like in the moment. I can't remember what was going on in my life at the moment, but I just knew that I wasn't in a position to responsibly take on whatever was coming my way (laughs) and then when you told me you were crying you know cry laughing because of the movie i did open up you opened up the arms of discussion but i was like no one will ever accuse you of being over emotional (laughs) you were like i'm sorry no you didn't even apologize no you don't don't apologize for setting boundaries let me see I'm, i'm going back to the receipts i'm crying right now okay I go halfway through and you go, oh, the movie. <laughs> and you, you just write back trying to limit things to worry about. <laughs> uh, yeah, I realized that I'm actually at, like, done. at like 1030 at night was probably not the best time to like begin setting boundaries. <laughs> but it just seemed like the right time. Communication via text is so weird. Like, why did I even write, I'm crying right now? Like, I would I just assume you thought I took all day to watch the only reason, the only reason that I did write okay was that there was a little bit of a break in between the two texts. Like, I I got, I got, I'm crying right now, and then nothing. Pause, pause, pause. So I was like, okay. (laughs) My own little sister. It reminded me of like people who would make Facebook statuses. Who w- that would be like? You'd never believe what happened to me today. And then crying, yeah, feeling <laughs> just, sad, just, yeah, just <laughs> waiting for somebody to comment. What happened? Yes, exactly. My sister does this. My sister will be like, "Oh my god, guess what mom did?" or something, and I'll be like, and then like I will will not have seen it, so I wouldn't have responded. And she'll go all day until I'm like, "What?" Like she won't just yeah. write it, and I'm like, "What the fuck, man!" Like now I have to wait for you to get near your phone to like respond. Like this is annoying. It's a like game. It's, it is a game. It's oh, a game. we have to talk about that because that'll lead into Games. this movie. That's kind of been the theme of our week or yeah. summer or lives. I, I have one quick trivia question for you before we oh, get okay. started. Yes, let's okay. hear it. And this, unfortunately or fortunately, depending how you look at it. This does fall into the series of what Peloton Ride did I do this week. So if you haven't been liking those stories, here's another one you're not going to (laughs) like. So I did one morning, I did two two rides in a row. Okay. And I want you to guess which one I got a higher output on, which one I burned more calories. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. The pink ride featuring music from the artist Pink. Okay. Or the Nicki Minaj ride. Oh my God. You couldn't have put two harder ones. Wow. Because I was going to say pink hands down, no questions asked. Mm-hmm. But Nicki is like really high, like high beats per minute, do I want to say? Sure. Um, 
Pink, because we love her. Bingo. Bingo. <laughs> yes, I know you so well. Yeah, it was it was fun. I felt... I feel like Pink it's a went funnier... To, Pink went to my high school, hate bragging, but it's, it is... She's a real hometown hero. We don't have many in Doylestown, Pennsylvania. Yeah, I'm pretty jealous of your Peloton rides, but I just know I hate cycling. My cousin just got a Peloton, and he didn't get the shoes. And I was like, oh, Stephen couldn't ride without the shoes. And my cousin was like... He's just resting his feet on top of the pedals. Yeah, and my cousin was like, well, I'm calling Stephen out. He's like, you don't need the shoes to start. And I was like, no, I feel like you do. And my cousin was like, no, you don't. It's really dangerous. <laughs> it seems dangerous, especially the speed at which you're going. Yeah, I had a tragic bike. You accident. don't have to get suckered in and buy their shoes. You could buy. You oh, could like buy discount off-brand? shoes. That's what yeah. I did. Oh, I thought you were. I thought the next brag out of your stupid mouth this morning was going to be. I got the brand name shoes. Yeah, I, <laughs> I wanted them to say the name of the bike on them, so I wouldn't forget where to use them. Yeah, and it's like it's not even like you can wear them around town. You like, can't even wear them in your house. You'll ruin I your know. floors. <laughs> yeah. click, 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 click. That was like when I got tap shoes for the first time. And mom was like, get those off now. <laughs> wear them only on the carpet. <laughs> I was like, you can't hear them clicking on the carpet, mom. <laughs> How am I supposed to know? Tap, tap dancing to me is... Such a lull. I love it. Such a lull. And I just... One day... One day it'll have to go away, right? There, there will be a generation where tap is no not more. imparted to the next generation. <laughs> so and then evil. I feel like it'll it'll be really hard. It'll be really hard to to bring it back if it goes extinct. Actually, true. I probably one hundred percent agree. Like, put what these is noise maker shoes alive? on? I feel like the only thing keeping tap alive is like the Rockettes, right? Or yeah. barely the Rockettes. Do they do tap? I think they do in their Christmas Spectacular, which I hate I'd love to, to go be... this year. Oh, my God. No, I hate to be a Grinch about this. It's the same show oh. every fucking year. It's the, it same, the show. same show. You don't need to go more than one time in your life. And I've been like three times. I haven't been in a while. I'd like to go this year. Yeah. You're like that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I will be ready to go again in like a tight 10 years. Okay, cool. Cool. We now that we've established that. Yeah. Um noted. today's flick night and day. I thought you told me about this movie. I th- I thought like you were the one that was like you have to see Night and Day back in like 2010. And you're mm-hmm. like no bitch, I've never seen this movie. I've never seen this movie. And then um, you wanted to you wanted to argue about it. I did. You I wanted, wanted to fight. You wanted to prove to me that I have seen this movie. I just thought, like, you must be crazy. You must be having a, a little lapse in judgment. And, like, you have seen this. You're the one who told me about it. Because I could have sworn we texted about this movie before, but I don't know. Maybe it was a one-sided thing. <laughs> I definitely have never seen this movie. I probably, you know what I did? I probably confused it with Vanilla Sky. Maybe. Cool. I'm that sure gives I did. me That gives me some comfort. But, I mean, who even cares? Did okay, I have to ask, what did you think? Like what was your impression <laughs> on the whole? <laughs> I have and okay, in the context of the movies that we have watched for this endeavor, mm-hmm. I have never 
been so confused <laughs> so quickly <laughs> while true. watching a movie. This is a wild one. I've never been so confused. And at the same time, I've never laughed so hard. It was a funny, funny movie. It's so funny. So we really funny. do pick the best. I will say, though, that like once I got past the first 15 minutes and just let myself breathe, kind of, you know, drop my mm-hmm. shoulders a little bit and just said, much like Cameron Diaz, I have no idea what's going on. Just go with it. Bitch. And just kind of went with it. It was a lot more fun. Yeah. It's one of those movies where you just got to go with the flow. I loved it in 2010. Oh, um, so jealous. When I saw this, I feel like it was like a summer blockbuster. And I just left being like, yeah, now that is what I want in a movie. That's a movie. Yeah. You said it. You texted it. You're like, this is a movie. And well, I felt that way. It, it felt like a real movie because for the first, again, it in line with the other ones we've seen, I knew that this was a real movie because when it began, it had like a real production logo. It was like 20th, 20th Century Fox. It yeah. wasn't like My Roadshow copy too was like... Flower Productions. Roadside Pictures or something. Yeah. This was yeah, like no, a real a studio, studio movie. Flick. I yeah. know. And you could feel the budget. Oh my God! Yeah, although Tom, some Tom, of the, the back scenes, of Tom's head budget. Yeah, although some of the scenes, it felt CGI, <laughs> but I also felt like we were there. It was very confusing. I felt like the budget of this was astronomical for the product. <laughs> it felt so. <laughs> it felt so high. <laughs> and we'll 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 get into this as we make our way, bob and weave through it. Yeah. But they really, they really s- travel the world. Oh my God, do they. At a blistering pace. <laughs> it's like and an impossible pace. It, that was fun to see. I love, that's what you want in like a spy movie. Like I want to see locations and I want the little typing in the bottom to tell me where we are. Austria, God, Germany, Germany. God for the text because otherwise I, w- I would have had no idea where we are. But it, it made me think back to Eat, Pray, Love in the sense that the problem with Eat, Pray, Love, or a problem with Eat, Pray, Love, is that we it felt like we were stuck in these locales for months. <laughs> for a long time. For so these long. These were fast. These were fast. We were fast, in and fast, out. Fast, fast, fast. Yep. It, 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 was, it reminded me of like um, that Rachel Ray show where she would do $40 a day. $40 and it a was day. Like, <laughs> yeah, that it was show? Like, you're in and you're out. Oh so my quick. God, so you have quick. just unlocked a deep memory. I was like, it's not enough money. It's not enough. Okay, well, you know how she got away with that show, right? How? She didn't not tip. Eating? Oh, stop it. She you never stop. tipped. She would tip like a quarter. I remember, it yeah, like, it would be like a buck on like a $30 yeah. <laughs> dinner. It would be like yeah. $1.15 left. Yeah. Wow. yeah, Yeah. That's how she could always freeze it. And she goes, and what I have left, I'll leave for the tip. And it was like, Bitch. you just spent $20 on dinner and you left 75 cents for the tip. <laughs> I That's really, this. really inappropriate. I but I used, to, I used to like that show. I used to. Me too. I, I was actually, like addicted. Let me rephrase. If it was on right now, I would rather be watching that. <laughs> Same. I love that show. Same. Wait, I'm really happy to touch on that if not just for me enjoyed yeah oh my god okay 
Um, night and day, I feel, oh, let me definitely read the synopsis so we can like get in in. And by the way, okay. let me preface this synopsis by saying that. I'm excited. I have, I still have a very, not firm, loose grasp on the plot. And okay, okay. I'll help you through it. I don't really know what the plot is, but go ahead. This is how I felt for Miss Congeniality only because I wasn't paying attention <laughs> in the movie. But okay. Yeah. that's. More this is a cold read, fam. Problem. Completely cold read. All right. Night and Day from 2010. June Havens, Cameron Diaz, chats up her charming seatmate on a flight out of Kansas. But she doesn't realize that she will soon land in the middle of an international adventure. The fellow passenger, Roy Miller, played by Tom Cruise, is a covert operative who claims he has been set up to take a fall. Now, his reluctant partner, June, must dodge bullets in Boston, leap rooftops in Austria, and evade bulls in Spain while she and Roy... <laughs> Learn that trust is the most important survival skill, I think. <laughs> I think. You've outdone yourself. What was the genre of the movie? <laughs> I know. I was like, okay, this is like a spy thriller flick, but the only thing that makes sense to me is comedy. Like, that's it. Comedy, I know for sure. For sure it because was a little Because I for comedy. sure laughed. That yes. I know for sure. I know. I needed I think, a heavier lean in on one or the other. Probably I think the comedy. That, okay, starting we ha, starting with the title. What? What is the title? What because is the title? We've had we've we've rightly expressed concern with some titles in the past on the grounds that maybe there was a better option or that it might have just been a little too generic. This mm -hmm. title makes no sense absolutely none okay night and day i've heard that expression before yes so like usually in the to con convey night and a day. change opposites opposites night and day they're night and day so you would think we're gonna see opposites in this movie yeah they're on the same page very quickly they're on the same page and they're both <laughs> And I and I don't again. I just diagnose. I don't prescribe. They're both ill. They're both. They're both. <laughs> they're not both well. not okay. They're not okay. So they're they're the same in that respect in terms of intellect as well. Uh -huh. And true. Okay. Spo Knight. Spoiler: We do find out that his last name is Knight. K N I G H T. In the, in the quite literal last frame of the movie. Right. We find that out. And then, okay, did you notice that the Zephyr was in a little knight yes. figure? Okay, now, so I was like, is that that? K-N-I-G-H-T, knight? Right. And it would have made sense if her last name... Was Day. Was Day. It's not. It's <laughs> not. And I really thought that... Okay, in the first scene, they're at an airport. And oh, yes. Love. First of all, scene. we have to we have to give ourselves a little bit of credit here, because at the end of the last episode, we jokingly said we were gonna do a boy. I know, I and know. Here we are. Here we are. We, we are. did it. We're I'm pouring so one proud. out for the boys. We're, I'm for so proud boys. of us. I don't I like to... male movie stars. <laughs> Ugh, me Ugh. neither. You're not it's so uncomfortable to me. Now, here's what I have to say about Tom Cruise, and you know this. <laughs> I... I can't wait love Tom Cruise. He is truly one of my favorite movie stars. Be he, he, he or she is she. Like, is I so love good. Tom Cruise. Now, 
I, I can and I have to reconcile that with everything that I know about the Church of Scientology. I know it's I know, tough. I know. <laughs> it's tough to untangle those threads. It's really hard to overlook. Especially coming off of Second Act, where Leah Remini has done really good work in exposing how, how bad it is. Yeah. Now, with that being said, I'm going to separate art from artist and just, I don't know. I just see, I, Tom Cruise to me has never made a bad movie. And That's the bomb I wanted you to drop. Tom Cruise. He's never made a bad movie. Has never made a bad movie. And I agree. I agree. And, and, and it's he tough. Has, he has a magnetic presence that I wish I could channel in my own life. When he was mm-hmm. talking to characters in this movie, I was enthralled. Same. And I can't figure it out. I cannot figure it out. He just like knows, like he's like, it's like he wakes up every morning and he looks in the mirror and he's like, I'm motherfucking Tom Cruise. And then and, everything he does is like from that place. Yeah. And we'll get into this as we kind of go through the movie. But what I really came to love about this movie, Night and Day, is that Reminder, <laughs> Tom Cruise's character. For your notes. <laughs> Tom, Tom Cruise's character has no depth in this movie, right? Like you don't know anything None. about his character. Uh-huh. And I felt like, and Cameron Diaz is, is doing a, a similar exercise as well. I feel like they were really poking fun at themselves, which I really hmm. enjoyed. Like, I felt like he was performing, like, the public's view of who Tom Cruise was. Yeah. And, and Cameron yeah, Diaz parody. is doing the same thing in this movie, too. Yeah, like Country like, Bumpkin from, like... <laughs> Country Boston. Bumpkin, who's also like sexy Tomboy. in a bathing suit, but just yes. kind of like, yes, yes, yes. but also just kind of like, wait, what? So <laughs> I appreciate it. Wait, you're right. You're so right. I found that. like the self-awareness in this movie to be really high, actually. And that is what made it such an enjoyable, to use your word, romp. Romp. I, okay, I struggle with what you just said. I I can't see that it was intentional at all. Oh. <laughs> I am a woman, and I don't understand a lot of things. Um, but okay, you don't think it was intentional? I just struggle to believe that that was intentional, like a choice, <laughs> a, a choice of self awareness. But I do agree with you that um, they are doing like the versions of themselves that like we think of when we think of these people. Tom Cruise is like mysterious. He's brooding he's like got the smoldery eye thing we don't care where he comes from we don't give a shit at all we're just like right you want to drug me sure good night right <laughs> sleepy time and then cameron too yeah. she's like nice she's a tomboy which the tomboy thing fucking kills me when you look like her but right that's like her persona in the public like that's what we see for her she's a tom a tom girl so yeah, yeah okay, i just can struggle I, can i take it one step further yeah let's hear it go okay <laughs> Now that I'm just it. hearing it out loud, here's what I'm thinking. Okay. I feel like around 2010, and beginning in 2010 up through now, and this is kind of why we're on the forefront of this as basically our NGO, but the movie star has been under attack. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now hearing this said out loud, this movie to me was almost like, oh, you think movie stars are dumb? Well, we're just going to like lean into that so hard and give you a movie that could only be made with a movie star. Like this that movie is true. 
That is like this movie quintessentially bottom line true. Could not have worked nope. with two no name people because no, no, I think no, no, part no. of the fun of this movie is like the blurring of the lines between who Tom Cruise is in the public, what we know him for in the movies, and then this role. And then the same thing with Cameron Diaz. And it felt like a real treat for people who love movie stars like us like if you went to the movies and you hate movie stars and you think they're stupid you would watch this movie and be like this is great garbage (laughs) but if you're of a different persuasion i feel like you would walk out like we did and be like that was truly the funniest thing i've ever seen Yeah, I agree with you. I got to the end of this movie and like my closing thought, which I'll just drop now because it's relevant, is like I feel kind of like stupid in the sense that this is all I need. That's all I need. I just need two movie stars. That's it. Um, I literally wrote, um, this proves that literally all I need are movie stars and I'm good. Like that was so magnetic, so much fun watching them like ping pong off of each other. That's all I need. I think and that's the, kind the of the public, point, that's though. That's what we need, too. I think that's kind of the point. It's like almost a defense of movie stars because the plot is, <laughs> so, ri- is so ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It makes not a lick of sense. And yet, it's it's more successful, in my opinion, than like a movie that probably has a tighter script and more characterization. Yeah, 100%. Because the movie stars fill in those holes. And that's what makes it so fun. Yeah, they both make it work like to the 10th degree. And then like just plugging in Viola Davis in there to just give it that like that (sighs) levity that it needs. She's, I just believe her. I'm like, oh my God, she's here. Like she must be right. Right. You know, Tom Cruise is right. It was a joke. (laughs) This is not a joke. You're, you, like we often bring this up, but it's like every character in this movie is right. Yeah. Like Skarsgård being like the, the baddie. Oh my God, yes. Correct. Yeah. Um, Tom Cruise being like the guy that you don't question. Yup. Is he like doing the creepiest shit alive to her? Uh-huh. Does she go along with it? Of course. It's just like, yeah. you need this shorthand with these two or else this movie just implodes. Like you can't, like you said, you cannot do this with brilliant actors, but no name actors. It just doesn't work. Right. Agreed. So. This is defense okay, so anyway, for the so star. We're in a mo- so we're in an airport. <laughs> okay, so anyways, um, 26 minutes later, <laughs> we're in an okay. airport. We're in an airport, and you're right. Tom Cruise does marvel at a figurine of a knight mm-hmm. at, the, at the airport gift shop. And this was like, this is when I was watching the movie differently, and I was like, I better pay attention to these clues. <laughs> Lean in. To these, to these, these clues. Here's a knight. That's in the title. It has to be important. So I was like, okay. You could have closed your eyes. I was like, (laughs) sit up straight. Sit up straight and pay attention. It's too good. And then then Cameron Diaz comes in. She's all goofy in her little checkered shirt. From Wichita. From Wichita. As if she had just learned to walk 30 seconds ago. Like a little baby giraffe. Why was giraffe. she walking? Why was she walking like that? <laughs> Probably those clunky 2010 cowboy boots. Yeah, she spends a lot of time in those cowboy boots, stomping those... through the world. <laughs> stomping through the Wichita, through a Kansas international airport. I don't know what their local airport is there. 
but yeah. the style in this movie is Probably so Wichita. 2010 it hurts like those like remember when girls would wear like stirrup leggings and like those like boots <laughs> up to their kneecaps yeah. and they were so fucking ugly and they were flat even though they didn't have riding practice <laughs> And she's in like business casual, which was like so 2010. It was like New York and Company just exploded on every girl. It was that shirt, that blue and white checkered shirt mm-hmm. that like every girl had in middle school, and would like leave like the top two buttons unbuttoned. Unbuttoned, and, like, and then there's the a tank under it. Yeah, yeah there's tank a tank under. top under it. Yeah, yeah, that it's shirt communicated so much wordlessly for us. It was like this is your down home girl next door. She is like quirky and smart and she also loves boys. Like it was just like everything in one. Yeah. Love that shirt. But okay, so they they run into each other twice. We get two little like meet cutie things and she is like yeah. s- instantly smitten as evidenced by the fact that she checks her face after they run into each other the first time. Because she has soot on her face. She run, run, runs to the mirror and he's like, you have something on your head and she's like, oh my God. And then she wipes it off and... This is part of that, like, I'm unpacking it for me, but I movies have indoctrinated us all. We know. It's a smog. The patriarchy is a smog we all breathe, to quote. Well, it's not June's quote, but. <laughs> it's just, like, so clear. Okay, she loves him, right? Right. But I would also say that for me watching it, I didn't pick that up. That's what I'm saying. It's like it wasn't in the I performance. I had no idea it was, that like, it was in to the think action. that there was romantic tension was. It was yeah. No, that that that's not a knock on Cameron's emotion emotional inner life, but it was only because she ran to a mirror that I knew yeah. that. Yeah. Right, right, right. That's it. But it's confusing because, and again, I guess this is part of the movie. I guess they're conf- they're confusing <laughs> us into thinking that. She is up to no good. When she gets to the airport and she checks in at the front desk. Oh my God. They're like, do you want to check that bag? She goes, no, there's valuables in it. I know. I'm like, what the fuck does she have? And she's like rattling. And then she goes through security and there's like all these pipes. (laughs) I know. I'm like, these look like gun parts of guns. Parts of a gun. Parts (laughs) of a gun. If I'm, if I'm on a flight, I don't want her that. bag making it through security. I agree. I'm like, all of those are weapons. Especially a checked, a checked bag. All of that is weapon. You shouldn't it's, be able to a bring weapon. a loose bag of, of pipes on. Yeah, she had a loose bag of pipes and a blow dryer, and that's who he chose as his <laughs> mule, basically. Spoiler. Yes. <laughs> that's his mule to get his beloved little Zephyr Knight His battery. Through his oh. battery. Oh, that was fucking ridiculous. As like a, a plot, a plot device. But yeah, I, I just was deeply uncomfortable with that bag making it through. Uh, here's why. Because I've been flagged going through security multiple times. And always for the same reason. It's because when I travel, I usually take my Tracy Anderson method ankle weights ankle with weights. me. Ankle weights. I knew and it. And if you don't know what they look like, you can Google them. They look very much like another suspicious device that people sometimes try to bring on planes. And nine times out of ten, I always get pulled aside to the auxiliary room for a little chat. <laughs> the auxiliary room. So Dead. to see her glide through security with real weapons was yeah, unsettling. Shocking. 
Shocking. And her bag's like clink clanking too. It's like. Clink <laughs> <laughs> It's like really clink clanking. <laughs> it's making a lot of noise. She brought her musical instruments on, on board. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was, You're right though. Like she had no clothes. She had no toiletries. She just had pipes. Pipes. And a hair dryer. Which so brings me. I have no TSA training, but that is. Suspicious. So suspicious. I want to talk about that character choice. Like she's a mechanic or she restores old cars. And I'm just like, I love how hot actors get to just say ridiculous shit like that. Like that they restore old GTOs and you're like, they, they have no clue what they're saying. Like she has less than no idea what this pipe is. But we buy it. Like, we lean in and we're like, wow, what a sexy woman. Like, she fixes cars. Like, I guess I don't really have a grander point aside from the fact that how how dumb are we? <laughs> well, she says Pontiac no less than 100 times. And <laughs> I'm like, I wow, think she to knows your point, Pontiac. though, I had a little bit of a different reaction. I said when she, when she peddles the idea that she has a garage and she works on cars... This is why I'm terrible when I watch Law and Order. I, I, I initially was like, that's not true. You're lying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You're lying. That's, that's exactly like what I'm I, saying. It's like when I watch Law and Order, I believe everybody when they come on. And obviously the, the, the episode is an hour. So the first person you meet isn't telling the truth. Otherwise, there would be no show. But yeah. like with her in this thing, I was like, there's no way that she is a, 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 a yeah, like car I guess a mechanic restore or hobbyist. I know that's exactly what I did. I went, no, sh- no, you don't. This is Cameron Diaz. <laughs> like my brain immediately was like, you're the voice of Fiona. Like, no. Oh. <laughs> and it like no, it I doesn't take Shrek. away from the movie. I know I fucking love Shrek. Shrek it just too. does. It's just weird. It's like she's so magnetic. Her, all she has to do is smile. And I'm also like, you don't do that. You don't. Fix you don't cars. do that. You don't do that. And and you have to laugh. You just have to laugh at like they're trying to pull a once over on us. Right. They're trying to They're get like, us. She does this, and I'm like, no, 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 no. But it, but I still like it. <laughs> I, listen, they got me. They, they got, got me. me. I got. got they always have so me. They always. Cameron always has me wrapped around her little finger. Yeah, she's always got me, and like I just find her. Yeah, I just find her endearing. It, like I said, I think it all boils back to the shorthand of the actor, and we have a shorthand with Tom, and we have a shorthand with Cameron. You're right, so. and we haven't. We we spent. I spent a lot of time giving laudatory praise for my love of Tom Cruise. But I would also say that I, I love Cameron Diaz. And you do. She's that you so, do. And in this movie in particular, she's so funny. Yeah. She really has the comedy thing going for her. And they needed yeah. that desperately they needed <laughs> in this it. movie. Yeah. So, I mean, where she like gets on this well, first she like goes up to the to get on the flight, and they're like, "No, sorry, miss, you're not on this." And my question to you was, did Tom Cruise try to make it so she couldn't get on because he didn't want like a casualty of his business affairs? Is that what you got from that? Okay, I I will have to answer this question. I can only answer this question based on what I know now, because okay. in the moment. I had no clue what was going on. Yeah, in the moment, but, I'm like, that's weird. They just canceled. They were like, no, you can't get on. <laughs> but here's here's what I, here was my understanding. Mm-hmm. Because what we're led to believe in the moment is that the two of them are connected. Because yes. we're also given, we're spliced in scenes from somebody watching on a monitor saying, these two are working together. 
But yeah. I think what by the end of the movie we learn is that Tom Cruise is going to use her to be using your language to be a battery mule. Mm-hmm. And he knows that this flight is going to be trouble, as we'll find out. And he gives her the battery because he knows that she won't get on the flight. Hmm. Right? No, he puts the battery in her suitcase pre-security. She carts it through security for him, and then he takes it back after security. Oh. So he's got the battery. Then I was like led to believe in that moment that he pulled some sort of string and was like, hey, get this broad off my flight because he's like a super spy. And he was like, I don't want a casualty of like whatever this is going to be. And then somehow the flight attendant's like, actually, we found a seat for you. Come on in. Well, it's because the CIA who's running the whole flight they call in and say, no, put her on the flight because they're working together because they see on the monitor that he has transferred the battery. Right? Yeah, that's, that's, it was muddy. It was, folks, take our confusion seriously. (laughs) I think like what would be helpful is that at this point in time, and Cameron Diaz is not an international spy. (laughs) Only Tom Cruise is. But she is a world-renowned mechanic. GTO mechanic. Restorer mm-hmm. of old muscle cars. Right. <laughs> okay, so whatever we circumstances get, she gets on the flight. Yeah, we won't get bogged down in that. It was a little confusing. But okay, so she gets on this flight and it's like dead empty. And it turns into a massacre scene. Um, it, it does turn into a massacre scene, but she does have a, some really some funny lines. They have dialogue she, on here. <laughs> when she gets on and she's like, this is why the airplanes are tanking or going out of business. <laughs> this flight's empty. empty. <laughs> yeah, she's so like wonderfully chatty in this and it works oh, so, so well. So chatty. She's like chatting on her way in. She's like, oh, wow. Yeah, no, thank you so much. Oh, oh, this oh, this is why they're going out of business. This, this flight's empty. And then she sits like right across from Roy, who is like so hot, by the way. So, yeah. He looks they're, real they're, good. They're, eye, they're kind of like eye flirting. Yeah, they're eye flirting. She makes um a tequila on the rocks look wonderful. Like, just looks so good. I'm like, ugh. I know it wouldn't taste good, but she just makes me want one. <laughs> yeah, Guys, Stephen just screwed up his face in like the worst. <laughs> in like the you worst. You know why? Way. Because and we've discussed this before. But <laughs> oh, I I'm love not, this. I'm not a really good flyer, and <laughs> watching and the last thing that I would want is to be it, it thrown into turbulence. With a belly with full oh, <laughs> of tequila. It made me sick watching this scene. Like She's like crunching on the ice. I'm like, yummy. Mm, this looks like a slushy. I'm literally like holding my mouth. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. But yeah, like Tom Cruise is like, uh-oh, she shouldn't be on this flight. I, like this is a problem. Yeah. So um, lucky for him, she spills her drink in some turbulence and she has to stumble off to the bathroom to like make herself look hotter than she already does. Which yeah, and give herself a little pep talk, pep talk. Yeah, she's like looking at herself in the mirror, picking up her boobs, putting them in the bra the better way. That was in English, but... <laughs> she also like says We've to herself... We've all been there. She either says, I think the quote that she said was, this is your first rodeo woman. I oh, think no, that's she goes, what she... She goes, this she, isn't your first rodeo. Oh, is it? Oh, I thought she said this is, which would have been even funnier. <laughs> that would have been funnier. That would have been... Sh- I'm like, oh, let's play into this a little bit harder with a virgin. <laughs> Right, right. Imagine. So, so as she's giving herself a pep talk, Tom Cruise takes out the entire plane. Yeah, plane. And it's so Kills funny. It's, it's so funny. 
It's funny. It's funny violence. Funny violence. And the there's cross-cutting. There's no blood. There's no blood. Nope. Clean. No clean shots. Clean shots. <laughs> clean shots. They don't depressurize the cabin at all. I mean, d- the oxygen all. mask might come down, but like there's no bullet hole and like then we're getting sucked out. It's just like clean, you know? Yeah. Even the stewardess gets in on the action. She's, she tries to fight, but she doesn't last long either. It's nope. everybody goes down. Everyone goes down. And then he very quickly puts everyone back in their seats. Back in their seats. Yeah, and just he in greets, time. Just in time for Cameron to come out. Um, she smells her breath. You know, classic. Yeah. And she then walks she by out. multiple dead bodies. Yep. And then he's there with two drinks. And she's like, wow. This is, wow. This is the most romantic thing that I can think of. And then he like tells her, um, you know, I killed the whole plane. And she's like, ha, yeah. ha, ha, ha. No, you didn't. Which is more that comedy that we love. Yeah. It was funny. It was, it was funny. funny. She doesn't believe it. Yeah. And then um, they go down. And is this one of the first times that she kind of like conks out in this movie? There's a lot of times. It is. But before that, my favorite part of the scene was when Tom Cruise was like, um, I wrote it down. He was like, he's like, oh, we've lost the pilots. And she she responds, she's like, dead? <laughs> he's like, she's like shot. where did they go? He's like, shot. <laughs> She's like, shot by who? <laughs> it was me. I shot them. <laughs> well, I shot one, and then one shot me. Yeah. And, and he's, one like, explaining it. <laughs> it's all good. And she's like, nah, you're crazy, buddy. We've lost them. Where did they go? <laughs> very, ca- like a very Kathy Hilton read. Very Kathy Hilton energy. Well, where did they go? <laughs> yeah. Wait, what is Kathy Hilton? Well, who's... Who is Hunky Dory? Who's Hunky Dory? <laughs> Okay. Google it, fam. I thought you were Kyle. I thought you were Kyle. Okay. When the plane is going down, I did scream, though, because... (laughs) Were you scared? When the scarecrow lands on the plane. Oh. Yeah, that was another little jokey. Scary. (laughs) Scary. Scary. I was shook by um, how they survived. They just walked off of a fucking crashed plane in the middle of, like, a cornfield. And, Cameron um, Diaz was standing when the plane crashed. Yeah, she, wasn't she's, even in she a just seat. walks off. <laughs> she, just she was standing in the, in the cockpit. I wrote, they are so calm for crash landing. <laughs> they have no heartbeat. Like, they are, their pulse is a, a tight 60 because we know they're both runners. And they're so calm. And Cameron is just so trusting. She's like, tell me what to do next, Roy. <laughs> we'll see this as a kind of a theme throughout the movie. But... Both the main characters and all the secondary characters don't really bat an eye at any of the events. Not a thing. Nope. People it's just seem to easy. say, "Oh, you were in that. You were in that plane crash. Come Glad wedding dress shopping you. now." <laughs> Good to like, see you. So, like, she, I don't know. Very quickly after that, she wakes up in an apartment, and she's just home in Boston, right? Home in Boston. In her in place. Her bed. A lot of post-it note action around town. Um, I'm trying to think what's like a good clean spot to go to next. I mean like it, just. It just, was. This, this was confusing because she's in her actual bed. Yeah. Like in nothing her even happened. Like nothing happened. Mm-hmm. And it really made me wonder like what is going on? Because I know. And he took on like a pedestrian flight. Like this super spy. 
It almost had the energy of like a Christmas Carol or something like that, where like, <laughs> like are we Tom, Tom Cruise was a ghost who would visit her every night and take her on fantastical journeys to teach her lessons. Because how else would she wake up in her bed? Like, yes, this is a real device of like a lot of movies, but it's like it has you questioning like the whole first act of what you've just seen. You're like, wait, yes. what? But. Pretty quickly they betray that because like there's post-its everywhere, presumably from Roy, right? Or yes. some Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then her ex-flame Rodney shows up, who's a big dum-dum. But big dum-dum. He's like, I heard you were on that flight that went down. And she's like, what? No. And he's like, oh, well, okay. Um, You want to go to dinner? <laughs> she brushes him off real quick. And we come to real find out later, later in the movie that I guess they had been dating before, but... Yeah, like who cares? He has like one one-thousandth the charm of Tom Cruise that it's not a fair fight. Not even close. It's it's interesting. It's like you got to give these like no-namer actors a shot. So that's where you plug them in. You just yeah. plug them in opposite Tom Cruise and you're like, yep, that's where you belong. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> Make buddy. him seem more magnetic. But okay. Boston's kind of short-lived. She goes to her sister's like wedding she goes to like a, a fitting for her sister's wedding dress. She looks amazing in this like stunning yellow. She's and there for 90 seconds. 90 seconds before, I guess the feds are on her case because they're like, oh shit, you yeah. know this guy Roy. We saw you with him. Right. Why don't you step outside? Um, she gets in the car with them. She's real chatty about it. And then Roy, who is Tom Cruise, is not far behind, just ready to get her out of it again in a one another wonderful chase. So much fun. This was a really, this was a great chase scene. Because mm-hmm. it had action and it had dialogue. comedy. Yeah, yeah the dialogue. dialogue. Even when the body count continued to skyrocket. <laughs> to climb. People were dying left, left and, and right. right. <laughs> in, in funny ways. I I truly, like, I can, I can replay it in my head. Like, when Cameron Diaz is in the car and everyone's getting picked off left and right and she just looks at the person next to her and she goes oh the dots on your back now yeah. the, the the laser the, the red laser, laser from the sniper thing she goes the dots on your back now and um such comedy in that ending where she throws the door open and it rips off its hinges and then destroys the van behind them shooting them up yeah. it's just so funny and then tom it, just climbs right in yeah it's guys this is a I great like, chase what I liked is that, like, I don't really, I, I really don't like violence and I don't like being scared, but this movie was so silly that it, wasn't scary. it allowed the violence <laughs> to be okay. Like, yeah. Yeah, you gotta get you away, you gotta get it, okay like, with hundreds it. Hundreds of people just died. And, like, like, <laughs> literally so hundreds many. Hundreds of people died. Like, and federal agents and federal pedestrians. A- and pedestrians, <laughs> like, massacred, mowed down. Like but your tax funny. dollars went to these people's salaries and they're just yeah, gone. They're gone. And now we got to <laughs> like pay that. the pension. No, the, the I was about to say, now you have to pay the pension. Money. More money now. But we're not thinking about that. Um, I, I was very confused. Like, who's the bad guy in this? Like, are the feds, the are, is like the literal FBI, the, are they the bad guy? And like Roy is the good guy? Or like, that's what they want you to believe because they cast Tom Cruise. You yeah, know? it did have, and this is where I think some of like the Scientology messaging is a little bit, uh, might be bleeding over, but it's very anti, this movie is very anti-government, government, CIA, yes. 
it's it's very much of the belief that you yourself know know what's best mm-hmm. over anyone else. Yeah, and it's like, super American, that like fierce individual. Like Yeah, it's like you know better than the whole government. Organizations are bad, being told mm-hmm. what to do is bad. Yeah, Listening yeah, to yeah, other yeah. people is bad. Like that's that's the message. I wrote this. I was like, this movie is like anti-government, but fiercely like capitalistic because like he's allowed to go off and get his, the best price for this battery. Right. Um, and yeah, but like really, the government they're pro- Yeah, they're, they're sort of protecting. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because what Tom Cruise is ultimately doing in this movie is is championing the free market. Yeah, the free market. He's like, I want the best Be- price for my friend because Simon. Because the government <laughs> is trying to control it by... Yeah. taking this Energizer bunny battery for themselves and taking it off the market and setting oh. their own price. But Let Tom Cruise... Quote. What? The, what they call the battery, the first perpetual energy source since the sun. <laughs> I, again, we've used, we've used this phrase before, but in one ear, out the other. I was in like, I don't, have time, I don't have time to process this information about this battery. Yeah, for okay, yeah, it is. The first perpetual energy source since the sun... Um, lulled so hard. I laughed so goddamn hard at this stupid little battery. Um, so funny. While Tom is clutching like a little iPhone 3. Yeah. <laughs> and we're led to yeah. believe this is like the best technology they got. But there but were so- two... Wait, before we move on from the chase, there were two funny Cameron yeah. moments that I, I can't not mention. She number shines. One, number one, when, when her and Tom reunite and they're in the car and Cameron just looks at him and goes, can you pull over? <laughs> Which she wants to get out. And, and she's then, like, pull over, pull over. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I was like, she's right, pull over. Pull over. He's like, I can't then, do that, June. And then this was really funny, but when, she, when they eventually do stop and she's running through the city and she's carrying a gun with her and she's waving it to hail a taxi. <laughs> she's like, and then she puts it in a, in a mailbox. In a mailbox. <laughs> I was screaming. It was really funny. Really funny. I like found myself in that moment like really empathizing. I was like, oh my God, what would I do with this gun? And like, okay, logical Chanel was like, oh, I'd call the cops. I'd turn it in, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, just ditch it. Just ditch just it. Just ditch it with your <laughs> fingerprints on it and everything. And everything. Just put it in the mailbox. <laughs> but she's a true like, and I know that this is like very much reminiscent of like our marveling at Jennifer Lopez putting the coins on the bus. But you, I'm telling you, if you haven't seen this, you have to watch her wave this gun around and then put it in the mailbox. <laughs> this is not something that any old actor could do. It was very It's her. Particular. She owns it. She, she owns, owns the, the moment. Scene. She owns it's a busy all of her. Scene. It's a busy yeah. scene, but yet she marvels us. <laughs> she owns all of the gun acting in oh, this. So much gun acting. In the jokey, in, like, in the jokey tone of this movie, which like... I can only just lean into that, that they were kidding the whole time. Like, I don't want to think that this was any at any point serious. This does remind me of when we talked about, and you actually you talked about um, Jingle All the Way, and where it's like... Where Psycho It's like, it's like we're going to make a movie, we're going to make a movie about a bomb and guns, and just like, the funny part about the movie is the guns. It's like... A punchline of that movie is a bomb threat in the U.S. Postal Service, like in a yeah. package. <laughs> Like, this isn't funny. The punchline of this movie is that like, oh. Everyone could die. Everyone's going to die. 
yeah, there's a lot of gun stuff. We've really seen that taper off, or at least I haven't seen it a ton, but I've been working my way through a lot of 80s, 90s flicks, and yeah, guns galore. Just guns, guns, guns. It's America. Guns galore. You, you get a gun when you come of age. Yeah. But, um, so she, like, they make it through that chase, and like I said, again, no, Cameron has no pulse. She's just, like, ready to get back to her life, and does she She's not faced by this at all. At all. Not faced at all. Well... Um, she does wait. She is trying to get away from Roy at this point. And at this point, she's like, "Wow, you've taken oh, me on right. after two this, scary, scary d- rides." She does go to the firehouse, right? Yes. After the chase, Rodney. she she meets up with Rodney, and he yeah. uses her distress as a reason to take her to lunch. And yeah, which I was not okay with. <laughs> not okay with, and just like she's she's obviously in distress. She's not in a good mood right now. And he is, he's not picking up what she's putting down. Because men don't listen. Listen. He didn't listen. And very much like in Made in Manhattan, he also, he also he wasn't hear. looking. <laughs> he didn't see her. Because she was fidgeting and she was like, literally like, she's not okay. Let's go. We have to go. And, and he's he, like, babe, come on. No, he wasn't that bad. But like. I don't want to spend too much time on Rodney, but I have to say it was so deeply uncomfortable when they are getting lunch and then um, Roy does show up. So Tom Cruise like shows up again. Surprise. Yeah. And Cameron's like, this is the guy. Like, this is the guy. And Tom Cruise, ever the the um, charismatic one, goes to yeah. Rodney and he's like just flattering the shit out of him. And Rodney's like, what do you mean? Like, this is a good guy. And I just was so uncomfortable. It was like another one of those moments where the plot hinged on like gaslighting this woman for dear life. <laughs> Yeah, and I guess like and we've crazy. been dancing around. We've been dancing around it, but this is maybe now the second time, or maybe it's happened only once. But the only reason that Cameron Diaz is getting to and from these different set pieces is that she is <laughs> being drugged by Tom Cruise and being forcibly moved across time zones. So I had such fun like imagining um, him just carting this dead weight around. Like, it's so hard to move that's a person. Why, yeah, that's why I said I'd rather live in my world where this is like a Christmas carol and this is just, these are just dreams <laughs> at night. It's a ghost. <laughs> but yeah. they, they try to escape that diner or the luncheonette, whatever, and Tom Cruise takes Cameron Diaz hostage and threatens to shoot everybody. And then... <laughs> and her. Okay, and, <laughs> wait, wait. I'm going to shoot everybody and her. Stay in the booth, Rodney. <laughs> on the way out and I'm jumping out a little bit on the way out he goes if anybody follows me I'm gonna shoot I'm gonna shoot myself first oh, and then her <laughs> <laughs> did he say that in that order yes, yes. but on the way out on, on the way out um he's backing up and he backs into the waiter and then he, he pushes the waiter down <laughs> on, on the ground Such and he's fights. like he's like sorry sorry thought he was making a move thought he was making a move he, and then he points the gun at the waiter he goes pie for everybody give everybody in the yeah, restaurant pie, pie. <laughs> and in that moment i couldn't help but pause and immediately think is it apple pie season yet <laughs> Ooh, yum! I think it is. I think we're so on. We're like on the tails of apple pie season. So I had like a Yummy. little spin out yesterday at this point in the movie. Like I actually had to pause, consider, think about how my taste, but like I can't taste. So apple pie wouldn't be oh, a good right. move. And then I was like, back. I'm back in. Okay. So she's held I hostage. Like, I feel like <laughs> if I was in a restaurant and Tom Cruise was there, I bet he orders dessert for the restaurant. Even if he's not taking anyone hostage. I would night. hope so because he has like a lot of bad PR to overcome at all times. Yeah. 
Like you he has need a lot to of be bad PR, but I think he's extra truly nice. unaware. I don't think he's aware. Yeah, I, oh. of his, of who people think he is. I am so scared of Scientology. Like I've, do I want to say this on this pod? Like I feel like it can't oh, be that no. bad. It can't. Oh. <laughs> the in- we've said this before we've said, we've this, said before. this before i would i would both i would like to take the introductory course the one where they tell you how to communicate and how to like essentially like create that aura yeah now, that magnetism the problem is once you get roped in but i've heard the introductory course is quite good i would love to take the introductory course without ever having to give like a phone number or an email address do you that's know what i mean that's the hard part that's, that's the, the hard, hard part. part skirting around that yeah but um yeah i <sighs> So, okay, whatever. We'll get off of Tom Cruise's, like, personal life. But she's held hostage again. She's drugged up again. I'm trying to think. Do we want to go where they're, like, being pulled in that car? Which part? No, I mean, they have, like, a lot of really great dialogue in this movie. So I'll just, like, hit... You know when they're both sitting in the car and he's showing her the Zephyr for the first time? And she's, like... It looks like Tom isn't has never driven a day in his life because he's not looking at the road. Oh, because when they're on the car delivery truck. Yeah, and then they pull out and they're on a car delivery truck. Oh, um, sorry, to hit. Ruined your delivery. Ruined it. No, you helped me. But um, <laughs> the only I want to talk about a piece of dialogue in there where she goes, "Were you an Eagle Scout?" Uh, <laughs> no, he goes, and he and he's like, "Yes," and she's like, "I was a brownie." <laughs> And I think that was like yes. another moment we were supposed to be like, wow, they're meant to be together. I literally wrote down, wait, are they in love? Because yeah, wait. the movie had been so chaotic up until this point that I didn't have a chance to breathe and think about the fact that it's a man and a woman in a movie. They must be in love. There must be some tench. Yeah, I just like can't. I like skimmed through this movie again today just with the idea in the back of my head that she wants to have sex with him at every point in this movie. And I and I guess that's the best justification I can come up with for why she just goes along with everything he puts her through. It has to be him so because weird. it's really hard to get excited about a battery. So I know. <laughs> it has to, it, you're right. It has to be him. <laughs> why else it has is she there? to be him. And, okay, one more question about who Tom Cruise is working for. So he's, like, rogue. Like, he broke off from the CIA or the FBI, one of those. And Mm -hmm. he's rogue. Is he just an independent contractor right now for Simon? He's like, let's protect the man who made this battery. Um, I think so. Is that who's, like, paying him? (laughs) Is that the paycheck? He's described as a secret agent, which did make me wonder... And, and and maybe we'll we'll kind of untangle what what this means as we go. But what is a secret agent? Yeah, I what have no is, idea. Like, what do they? I, I I for the first time I really thought to myself, huh? What does a secret agent do? Because he sounds like a bodyguard. Yeah, a hundred percent. And this was the but first they call time him a secret agent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, this was the first time I like actually stopped and thought, like, who? Who is he working for? Like, if he's not working for the government, then, like, we only are left to believe he's, like, working independently. And, like, those are, like, time and time again the bad guys in movies when you're working independently. But it also just, it didn't seem seem like he was really, okay, it didn't seem like he was doing anything wrong because. No, I know. He wasn't. But the government was on his tail. Even if he had been employed by the CIA at one point, his current job is. A, a secret agent, whatever you want to call it. He's a bodyguard for this 
for Simon, yeah. And he's tasked right now with protecting the battery. That Mm -hmm. to me does not sound illegal. Yeah, or rogue. He went rogue. He went rogue. But maybe there was like on maybe there's like something we were just supposed to like understand that there's something unscripted that just happened and he went rogue yeah and i'm like okay right i'm it, still with you unless unless the cia had like wanted him to be a plant at this battery operator whatever and then he yeah. just went on his own but it was hard to really grasp what his job was yeah, and I and like I said, like you just pointed out, like it didn't seem wrong to protect Simon and protect this battery, and it seems like the U.S. government were the bad guys because they were trying to undercut his price. Like he wanted right. to get his price when they went fair to Austria. Fair market value. Fair market value, and the government was like, no, 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 we want the battery for us. And I was right. like, well, Simon deserves his fair price, and like his Tom Cruise price. deserves his cut. So what's and wrong with meet, you? And when we meet Simon, we realize he's not up to protecting himself. No, 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 he's, no, no. He's, he's not. He's not okay. He's um, slight. <laughs> he's very. Slight. I love Paul Dano a lot. Good choice yeah, again uh, with great shorthand for the character. Yeah, when we need this shorthand, we got it. It was like Viola Davis, powerful, empowered. Um, because they weren't really making a choice if the government was good or bad, so they give us Viola Davis. She's good. Like this is a good woman. Um, when She's they give us good, Peter Skarsgård, but... yeah. I, what I'm saying is like, spoiler alert: Peter Skarsgård ends up being the baddie, and it's like, of course, yes. of yeah. course, he looks like one. <laughs> He's you're the right. Bad with guy. Paul Dano, with Paul Dano, it automatically. And sorry, Paul, if you're a fan of the podcast, but it communicates this idea that he's helpless right off yeah. the bat. Like just his presence on screen screams <laughs> helpless. I mean, that's why he got cast. So that's why he got cast. Pay Honestly. those bills, Paul. Pay those bills. So they're yeah. Oh, they we have to get to the beach. We have to go to the beach now. Oh right. Oh my God. Drugs. So she's her. drugged. She's drugged again. Again, drags this dead weight on <laughs> a plane. They ju- they presumably jump out of the plane because we're getting flashes. We're getting flashes of her opening her eyes. And oh he's my got, God, like, terrifying. He's got like a helicopter like. <laughs> mask on and he's like it's okay june we're gonna be fine just a little bit longer they jump out of a plane presumably him yeah. with a dead body essentially Her strapped to face him. flapping in the wind on the way down <laughs> i wish we got that <laughs> i wish we got like the lips moving and then they're on a boat and then they're at his private island private and island this pretty pretty lady wakes up in a red bikini <laughs> she looks amazing she looks absolutely flawless. Bitch remembered to shave day before she got on this flight from Wichita. Good for she her. I, she we knew. should buy her book. That book. Oh, I'm buying her book as soon as we hang up. Because I need to, I want to look like that. <laughs> of course, I want to look like that. She's so hot in this bikini. And it's another funny, funny. It's just so funny. It's like, how yeah. did I get It's funny here? because not only did he drug her and skydive with her, he changed her. Changed her. her? <laughs> When I saw this in 2010, I thought that was like so like titillating. Like what's the word? Right. Like it's sexy. Salacious. Yeah. It was so sexy, which is not okay. Consent is important. Consent. Yeah. I scream laughed when he comes out of the ocean with two massive fish, like two tunas. 
two tunas as like they're playing survivor like he has the equipment that you would have on survivor and he is like his body is shredded up and he comes out with like two fish that you wouldn't even see win like a grand prize at a competition like that they are so much bigger than that it's not even funny (laughs) plucked from a local fish market it is funny it is funny it is so funny and then she's like where am i and he's like you're my we're off the grid which is a law which is a true law as we will see in a moment as we will see (laughs) and they're off the grid and um she now has like beachy waves like her hair is no longer straight and um, her hair has been kissed by like the salt air the salt air got to her and the truly my favorite exchange in the movie is when he like She's like, how did I get in this bathing suit or whatever? And he's like, June, I've been trained to disarm a bomb with just like a, a knife and a junior mint. I'm sure I can get you in and out of a, some clothes without looking. I'm not saying that's what I did. Uh, <laughs> so, so funny. Hearing so it hot. run back in your voice is uncomfortable. Wrong. I, I think so when he wrong. said it, when he said it, I, I I I gave him more clearance, but hearing it from you, it's just creepy. I don't like it. I don't like when you say it. I'll take that criticism. It's so scary. But you're right. But, it's actually, it's so wrong. It's so I'll, wrong that I guess it's right. I'll make a vulnerable, vulnerable admission. Oh, I have never forgotten that line. When since I first you saw, saw it this, in 2010, since I saw it in 2010, I've I was looking forward to this moment. I knew it was coming, and I love it. And it's problematic. It is yeah. so problematic. It's but, funny though because when oh okay when God. she gets up and she and she walks down the beach looking amazing and she's wearing the bikini. Of course, I think to myself, how did she put the bikini on? But yeah. I truly didn't think, I thought, given the tone of the movie so far, I really thought, they're not going to address that. Like, why? Like, they could yeah, have very easily, they could have very easily not even addressed the bikini. Right? Yeah. And I mean, like, that's a one for your case of self-awareness for this movie. Yeah. So, my only way that I reconcile that scene is, like, I feel like, or what I can only hope, is that they were making fun of like scenes mm-hmm. where this has happened before and they don't address it because wow. when you do address it, there's no way that it's, you can, you can't explain that. Wow. In ever. Right. Like there's no way. Yeah, yeah. 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 And this happens all the time in movies. Like we just wake up and they just have, there's like an outfit change that we didn't right. see. It's not like, yeah. it, listen, if, wow. if, if, she, if, if when she was skydiving, right. And I'll lower my voice for this. Maybe she had an accident. Oh, Maybe. And then you change, maybe you have to change, but yeah. you would maybe put her in pants, but to put, <laughs> to but put her in a bikini. This, where did he get the bikini? You know, <laughs> where, where do you get the bikini? What, you know what I mean? There's a little, he's had other so female suitors was, at the island. That was the only way that I could wrap my head around it. I felt like they were making fun of scenes like this that we've, cause we have seen this scene before. Where like the oh, lady yeah. wakes up wearing something different after being drugged or or drinking or or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna give you that one, and I'm gonna say that makes me feel a little better. Let's yeah. just hope they were going for that. I, you know, like I let's pray. laugh. Let's yeah, laugh because instead of cry, what's quite what's literally the, what's the expression? It takes more. 
takes more muscles to frown than it does to smile. To smile. <laughs> yeah, it's truly a snappy bit of dialogue, and I will go with the parody of it all. Okay. I love that. I love that. I hope it was intentional, and I think it was. I actually do because okay. they, we all know that that's that's a problem. <laughs> okay. So wait, take us to the next part because it's truly one of my favorite parts. Because you already teed it up, but so they're on it. They're on an island that has off, that's described off as off the, the grid. grid. <laughs> And she walks away with no less than two devices Why in a purse. Why does she have two phones? She has his iPhone 3. Yeah. Um, first generation iPhone that is like geared up to an, an, a random address in the country. Right. I think Boston. A random. Yeah. And um, she zooms in on and she's like, that's a blah, 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 blah car. Like she knows what kind of car is out front of that house. Which we have Much to put like in our pockets with for later. Congeniality, I wish I knew more about bombs. With this movie, I wish I knew more about Pontiacs because yes, cars. This in is really a movie for the Pontiac lover in the in the home. So <laughs> Quite there's, actually, there's a Pontiac lover in your house. Show you know them what to this get movie them for Christmas. So. <laughs> say, get hey, on the I DVD. Some, say, I have some questions about this documentary. Can you <laughs> documentary? But then she walks off and her, she like, she goes through the purse and she gets her phone, which is, which is receiving a phone call. (laughs) It received a call. The ringtone went off and she received, full bars, receives a phone call, but she picks it up and she's like, April, April. Yes, yes, yes. Cause she has to get back for her sister's wedding. And we're led to believe like, okay, yeah, of course they're off the grid. So no service. So she doesn't really get like, she doesn't really get the call, but she does. It's a, I guess I guess it's like maybe a little bit crunchy, but the call comes through. Yeah. Oh, it it's it goes through. Like roaming was on. I mean, I go to the basement of Zara, the <laughs> subterranean floor, and you don't get service, right? Like that's a dead zone. This island, you could still you could still get a call. Yeah. You walk he to was the... geo he was geolocating with image she was using Google Earth. There was <laughs> There must have been pretty good service. And I love how for this like plot point to work, she has to like, he has to lose sight of her. So she's just been like, she's just been in a coma for like 36 hours and he just like lets her, he's like, yeah, go ahead, go take a walk. Yeah. Feel out, feel out the island. <laughs> yeah. Go, go, go enjoy my home. So yeah. she walks off, <laughs> receives a phone call. Um, they get back to the beach and my favorite thing is she's like, she's had it with him. So they have a little, like a little tussle. And yeah. they roll oh. on the beach, like in oh Mamma Mia. They, they roll. Oh, yeah. It was sexy. So sexy. It was very lay all your love on me. Yeah. And at that point, that's when I asked myself the 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 $100 question. Cameron, is this a game? Is, is this, this a, a game? game? It was. <laughs> and this was a scene. And I know, you know, this is not a subject we want to treat lightly. But these two are not they're not well they on their first roll they both have angry faces and then by the third roll as they're rolling across the beach they're smiling and laughing like i was like oh no 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 it was like lay all your love on me yeah (laughs) very sexy very sexy i was ready for him to do a little penguin walk and dance oh i that image is burned in my brain forever so hot so Within seconds, though, their little romantic moment is broken up because, um, surprise, the government found them based on that little phone call. Um, They come to the island, and I was very sad to see his home blow up. Very upset. Um, It looked very nice. But he was like, he's like, did you make a call? And she's like, (laughs) she's she's like, like, no. "No." I just received one. I just took one. (laughs) Yes. 
and they're like in the water. That reaction shot is so funny. They like come above, they like spit water out, and they're like, "Did you? I didn't make a call. Did you? No, I took one." <laughs> <laughs> so many balls have to be dropped for this movie. To work. Yeah, yeah, literally. Everyone's just—he's so good at his job, and he can like jump from car to car, but he like lose tracks, loses his track of Cameron for ten seconds. She makes a call. She makes a call. And it just it does it just makes you wonder why they even bothered to say it's a dead zone in the beginning because it being Ugh. a dead zone actually doesn't matter like it doesn't affect the plot at all because it's not a dead zone because she yeah, has they weren't trusting us they weren't trusting their audience you're right there is a lot there's a lot of mistrust the way she's like I'm a mechanic I brought my parts up from Wichita my sister's getting married tomorrow oh she was lying my about th- that. My family's checking in on me. Yes? No, well, I guess they don't care if I'm alive. No. <laughs> All right. So now I was really sad to see the island go, but it's gone. And she, he's like, June, you told me not to drug you. So then he pressure points her, which is the same right. thing as drugging her. <laughs> it's not takes, worse. I'd rather be drugged takes, than have somebody pinch my nerves to put me out. <laughs> I know. It's so scary. And then again, she is just carted off, which, th- th- you know what? How? G- I know. I know. But like, if we want to hit this many locales in this sh- condensed amount of time, she's there's no choice but for her to be dark so that we can just wake up in a new spot. You're right. It is <laughs> As easier. As an audience. It is easier. It was a, a total, of, I wanna, total. I don't want to see them traveling. I just want to be in the new spot. Exactly. I don't want to see the travel. I just want to wake up on a train car somewhere in the Alps oh, in Austria. Beautiful. That was wonderful. Beautiful. Beautiful. You know what I've always wanted to do? I've always wanted to take an Amtrak sleeper car for mm. like a long distance train ride. You see, your track record with flights and like confined seating makes me think I, you might not I love might that. have to get off after after the first stop. <laughs> the first stop. <laughs> I took an overnight train. I think I took an overnight train when I was like 14 from like France to, from Greece to France. Oh. And it was a fucking nightmare. It was a nightmare. But did you have a private car? No, I like shared it with some other rando. And um, I was on like a a tour for little children called People to People. Oh, I did People to People. Shut. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did People to People, but I didn't do an international People to People. I did a domestic. Where did you go? I did one in Washington, D.C. How old were you? I was in seventh grade. Oh my God. So I had just finished eighth grade. Oh no. I just finished, I don't know. I was 14. Maybe I just finished eighth grade. I have a lot to say about people to people. I think it's fucked up. <laughs> I had a very weird experience. Like, Did you it like was, it? It was. Okay. So people to people is this program. I think we have to by go Dwight, here. Dwight D. Eisenhower. <laughs> Eisenhower. Where, <laughs> And they tell you that a million times. And yeah, I guess it's like cultural immersion. I don't know what the goal of it was, to be honest. I guess you people to people, you meet other people. Um, people to was, people. It's in the name. My trip was a week in Washington, D.C. And nice and short. It, it was a week, but I'd been to Washington, D.C. dozens of times. Why did we you go? Anything, because I, I I wonder if this was the same for you, you were you get nominated by your teachers. Oh my god! And it feels so flattering. So it felt like such an honor to be nominated by my teacher yep, to be the yep, one yep, to yep. go. 
Mm-hmm. I felt that way too. I was like, so I felt wow. like I had to go, and like I, I felt like I, I sure, have to go. I'm sure your parents were the same way, but like they were also like, whoa. Yeah, we. It felt this is a presidential envoy that you've been invited to. <laughs> you have to do this, and it's in no way, shape, or form a ploy to get two thousand dollars from your parents. Oh, it's very expensive. It's a scam. so expensive. It's a total scam. Speaking of capitalism in this movie. <laughs> yeah. So they're on I, a train. <laughs> I hated my people to people trip. It was 21 days. I was like 14. Whoa. It was Italy, France, Greece. And when I say it is the cheapest accommodations you could money can buy. They put three of us in a double tree hotel room. Yes. Yes. Someone had to it sleep was on a cot. So scary. It was a train wreck from the beginning. Day one on the Acropolis, a girl broke her femur on my trip. <laughs> Which is not funny, but it's so funny. Um, those steps on the Acropolis, marble, very slippery. She breaks a femur, the hardest bone in your body to break. Only thing more painful than childbirth, breaks a femur. How? She gets shipped home day one. Shipped home. <laughs> shipped home. Which I would have went home like to. Cameron Diaz. You should have gone home. with her. You should go with her. Drug her and ship her home. <laughs> it was the worst trip of my life. Everyone got a stomach bug, so there was just like constant that going on. I won't yeah. speak on it. Um, in Greece, we got in trouble for taking our bath towels to the beach, <laughs> and my leader nominated me to nominated me to go to the hotel staff and apologize in Greek. <laughs> and like we like looked up how to say it, and of course I didn't say it right. <laughs> it was a nightmare it was a nightmare you had to like if you were a vegetarian you had to your parent had to say it before the trip so i'll never forget you had to eat meat yeah so i'll never forget we go to this like place in france and they're giving everyone pizza and everyone was like can we just get plain pizza and they're like no 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 if you're a vegetarian you get the plain pizza if you're not vegetarian you have to get pizza with ham (laughs) (laughs) so we all got pizza with ham (laughs) there were now that you're saying about it there were like a lot of very strict yet arbitrary rules of the program oh my god we weren't allowed to bring our eye um our like ipods at the time and i was the only one who took the note seriously so all (laughs) of my friends on the eight hour tour bus rides had ipods and i didn't i had a series of unfortunate events one two and three to read (laughs) when we went hardcover okay when we went, they told us also, like, you're not allowed to bring your cell phone with you, like, during yeah, during the activities. Rude. They took us to a mall, and they said, they said, <laughs> use no this time. They said, use this time to buy a watch if you want to know what time it is during the day. <laughs> and they made us go to the mall and buy watches. Otherwise, we wouldn't be able to know what time it was during the day. And they're like, up. it's they're it's like. like abusive they literally were like we're gonna take you to monuments and you'll have 30 minutes there and if you don't have a watch you're not gonna know when to come back for the bus i was like what give me my goddamn cell phone you idiot i don't know a lot about eisenhower but this could not have been his vision for this program i kind of want to like come out with it like i want an expose on people to people it was just like a way to get money from like rich kids it was Um, there was a cash grab it was a total cash grab. I went with kids who had gone three years prior and went three years after. I didn't go. Um, it was once you're ridiculous. in the system, they they do they invite you on all the trips on all of them, and it felt like such an honor. And quickly, I realized it was not an honor at all. And they make it sound um, like this is going to help you in life. Like this will help you get into uh, college, go your career. I was a people to people student ambassador. You would student put on your resume. Ambassador. No one gave a fucking shit that you vacationed 
in Italy, right. France, and Greece on people to people right. when you're 14. You could have went to DC with your parents. <laughs> right. Oh, and there was all this shit about um, being a representative of the United States, which is very like propaganda-y and I don't love. Yeah, we had to wear vests. All right, so we're going to do a separate pod on people to people yeah. if we use any of this. So gear up, fam. Yeah. <laughs> Glad we went there. Um, okay, we're on the train. Yeah. And it was just beautiful. It was beautiful. And Cameron can't stop um, just chatting. She's so chatty on this train. She's chatty and she inadvertently blows the cover of yeah. why she's there to a charming man at the bar. Because mm-hmm. she misses she, her post-it note, the shoe post-it note. On her, on her shoe. And she goes, yeah. you know, she's in the cafe car and she has what? An omelet and... Oh my God. Did you get the pan- kicker? Pancakes. And did you did you get the punchline? Milk. A glass of milk. Glass of milk on the train. <laughs> I think that was another like check in the tomboy category. Or like this, yeah. this chick doesn't care. Milk. She doesn't care. She's going to drink milk on a on a luxury train. <laughs> where we don't know where the bathrooms are. I haven't seen them yet. Mm-mm. <laughs> Could be multiple train cars away. We don't know. We don't know. So she blows their cover. And how do they get off the train to Austria? Is it another drug situation? Yeah. I mean, there's a fight with a guy and Tom Cruise takes him out. There's more funny, funny banter. And then I think he drugs... He must drug her again because they wake up in yeah. Austria, right? Yep. They wake Salzburg. up in Austria. Beautiful hotel room. So at this rate, I think she's been drugged three times or at least drugged twice and pressure pointed once. <laughs> when she wakes up in, okay, when she wakes up in Austria, again, this, she has almost no reaction to any of the events. None. She wakes up in Austria, wanders to the balcony and just mutters <laughs> to herself, Salzburg, Austria. Very nice. <laughs> like what what is going on here so okay maybe now's a good time to mention in the very first scene when they're on the plane together they kind of give each other their like bucket listy things like things that they want to do someday in air quotes the someday list remember yeah and i was like curious to see if we would work our way through one of their respective someday lists yeah tom gives like a list of things he wants to do he's like kiss a stranger on the balcony here do this do that so I was, when she walked out to the balcony, I was waiting for that to be right. the locale and for them and for him to kiss a stranger. Action. Yeah. Nope. Not it. Just, no. we're just somewhere if any, pretty. If anything, the opposite. He's on his balcony talking mm-hmm. Two to different balconies. another lady. Ooh. And you know who this lady is? I gave, okay. I hope this isn't controversial. I don't, I don't like Gal Gadot. Gal. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. I don't know how to say her name properly, but I think Gal that's Gadot it. Gal Gadot is in, is in this movie. Okay? Just just note Shocked that. Shocked to see her. Shocked to see and hear her voice. Yeah, hear is a big thing. She's got a real distinct um, voice. She's doing, she's doing some sexy eating in this movie. Mm-hmm. And... It sounds like from their conversation that Tom Cruise is going to sell the battery to Gal Gadot's boss. Yeah, her her yeah, buyer or whatever. Or yeah, whatever. Whatever. Okay. 
Yeah, and then um, Cameron gets jealous, is what we're led to believe. She gets jealous, but she also has a moment where she questions, like, is everything that I thought about this guy right or wrong? And I did actually really, really appreciate this moment because I love, um, and this happened in second act too, but I love when you are figuring out things in real time with a character. And like part of the fun of this movie is that you really, until the end, obviously, but you really never know more than Cameron Diaz does in the movie because you really only see things through her point of view. Like the only scene that we get of Tom Cruise at the dinner is what Cameron sees through the window. Yes, 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 yes. Which is why I'm, which is why we're, we're just okay with being blacked out and we just wake up in new locations. Yeah. Like you never get a scene, you rare, or rather you rarely get a scene that Cameron Diaz is not like privy to. So yeah, 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 yeah. That was intentional. I felt that. Yes. I know what you mean. I appreciate the questions. It's a way to treat our audience a little, like not treat us like total idiots, which, you know. Here's, here's, here's a counterexample. I tried, tried to watch that movie, which I know I pronounce it wrong, but I call it Tenet. I know it's called Tenant. But what I don't... <laughs> I was like, where's this going, Tenet? Here's why I don't like Tenet, is that... I don't like when a movie makes you feel like an idiot. Like, yeah, they just keep like, you in the dark. Keeps you in the dark for reasons that are only there to make the movie seem smart. And mm. what I could appreciate about Night and Day was that the plot is just as crazy as Tanae, but it it doesn't make any pretense to make you think like you should understand what's going on. Okay. Yes. Agree. I'm with you there. You're just as you don't like, lose like you don't lose anything. As she you don't is. lose anything watching this movie by not understanding. Yeah, yeah. That's how the movie works. That's like the the bones of it. Right. Literally only how it works. And I and I appreciate her questioning. And in this moment in time, she does like the thing that finally feels like real human behavior too. She outs him to the feds, like to the government. Yeah. Which like is kind of overdue. It's like long overdue. He skirted her around enough. I'm like, Drunk yes, her. this is what you would do in this situation. You would sell him out. So she kind of like rats him out with a pen click. <laughs> right. She rats him out and she rats him out to the CIA, which you would assume is an organization that you would report an international criminal to. So yes. I agree. Fair. Like it felt very human. To be like, mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna push the pause button now. I've had enough. Yeah, and this is like the most grounded moment where there's like a standoff. T. Cruz jumps into the river, and we're led to believe he's dead with the Zephyr on his person. Correct. And Cameron finally goes somewhere without being drugged. She's just put on a plane home. <laughs> right. They send her home, which was shocking. Quite honestly, I didn't appreciate. I didn't even want to see that. Yeah, I was like, give her a, give her a, a Xanax, her Xanax or something just to let her <laughs> so calm can down wake a up little home. bit. <laughs> but I did appreciate before that. I love, love seeing Tom Cruise run. So watching him be, get some run scenes on the roof, oh, that was fun. No jumps. one runs like Tom. 
I know he's such a good runner. Also, I had like the little laugh to myself. What if like Tom Cruise was out of commission for like a Mission Impossible movie because he hurt himself on night and day? <laughs> Just like that's a hard one that, to, to to let down. That is a news story kills me. Could you imagine? Yeah, it's like, like Tom Cruise to this day, out of Tom commission, Cruise still nursing an injury from the set <laughs> from of night, night and day. day. That is so funny to me. And I, you know he did all of his own stunts. Oh, for sure. Now, I will say this. The stunts were fun. Like... Very fun. The running, skydiving, jumping. It was... I love love that. I love it. I love him on the roof of a car, rolling into the car. On the roof of a car. Motorcycles. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, this is um this is like way, way back in the beginning, but Cameron, um, the first place they go to to try to find Simon, Cameron um steps out alone in this Simon's warehouse and she's got the gun in her hand and she's going like pew 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 and she's like Oh pretending, pretending. to shoot and all those people are like yeah. <laughs> And they're all behind her, like sizing her up. Um like just ducking like, as she that. turns the gun around but she doesn't see yeah. them. It's so it's funny. so funny. It's just funny. And I'm like, I would do that. Like you would do that. If you had a toy gun in your hand, you'd be like pew 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 pew. Yeah. And then uh, Tom Cruise like comes and uses her arm and the load very loaded gun to shoot the people for her. Literally. It's just funny. And then when uh, they're trying to stunts. escape that scene, he's like he's like and he's like, he's going to count to three, but he counts one. And one. then she runs. And she runs out. And then she gets like, she just like a, th- she a thousand no blades less than come 3, at her. less 3,000 bullets. <laughs> In that like, two seconds, 3,000 bullets come at her. She comes back and he's like, what number do you want to go on? And she goes, three's good. Three's, three's fine. <laughs> She's like, I'm sorry, I panicked. So funny. There's a lot of like panicking in the wrong places. Like you yeah. can't freak out when there's 3,000 bullets coming at you. I mean, right. you should freak out. I'm just saying you don't you don't go early on that. But that that scene is really, you know, hearing it again in the context of what we've been saying. I think it is really brilliant because it's self-aware. Yeah, you're right. It's I just self-aware, like, but it's also like we have so many scenes where like hot guy, hot girl are in a gunfight and the guy goes one, two, like he's going to count to three and then they instantly know on three they're going to run. But yeah. But it's like, it is poking fun at that idea of like, why would you run at three? Why wouldn't you just run? Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're, you're totally right. That, or that age old joke of like the woman's going to stop and then be like, wait, do we go on three or like, and yeah, three? She just goes. And you're like, what? <laughs> so she just goes. Yeah, that was really funny. Um, I forgot to mention it in the top, but it, it goes with like the stunts of it all. It's so fun and so funny. And okay, so we're in Austria and yeah. um boom she turns him in she flies home coach and um makes it to her sister's wedding which is pretty shocking pretty don't shocking remember that scene don't care it was don't like just two seconds of the scene. In and out. um yeah the venue d- couldn't even have couldn't no idea you. what it looked like mm-hmm. but yeah the wedding is done and she decides she's gonna go to the address that she happened yeah. to internalize from <laughs> from the desert island with no from service. The desert island. Now, yeah, she misses Roy. Post three druggings. That's pretty talented. Wow, I know she wasn't muddy at all. She was sharp, sharp, sharp. It was very P. Sherman, forty-two Wallaby Way, Sydney, Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Energy. You're right. It was. It so it was. It wasn't even it's like memorable address. One Main Street. It was like four, three, five, six old windy like yeah, shallow was, drive east i don't remember it, was it. 
Clearly don't you remember. don't. <laughs> I don't remember it, but she did. So she misses Roy and she's like, I'm going to go to this location because I feel like that might lead me to him. So she shows up and some more gun humor. Um, oh, the, she almost gets shot. So <laughs> this funny. man comes out and almost kills her. But thank <laughs> God the sprinkler goes on at this exact moment. Oh, and yes. Nurturing, nurturing mommy is like, come inside. You're so, you're wet. Come in. Come take a shower in our house. Yeah. So then cut to, she's in a robe. Don't know how she got there, <laughs> but at least she wasn't drugged. And yeah, we come to find out. This is Roy's parents' house. Roy's parents' house. He's been keeping tabs on them on his iPhone 3 this whole time. Sending them cash. Well, they don't know it's from him, but he's been sending them stuff. Yeah, stuff. Just keeping an eye out. Just being a real guardian angel. And really sad, we find out that they think he's dead. They think he died in... Like a long time ago. A war in the night. I think like the Gulf War. Some sort of war. I think the 90s is when they think And they make it a point, though, to say that he's an excellent swimmer and can hold his breath for a very long time. That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, we and also learn, we also learn that his last name is Knight. Knight. Which helps exactly 0%. 0%. <laughs> does it illuminate anything for Does it doesn't nope. help at all. <laughs> I fucking love this. this is such a good movie <laughs> it was funny though because when they say it so I, funny. I, you and you'll you're lying if you didn't have this reaction you initially <laughs> have this reaction of <gasps> night like the, like <laughs> night. the title night 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 I and my night alarms it, went off early with the little action figure of a night so I put that to bed I like put it away I put it out of my mind but I've been saving it <laughs> so she is like, oh my God, Roy must not be dead. Um, and like, she I, just still just is hot him. for him. What'd you say? I just met him. <laughs> just met him. This can't be it. So she makes a call to, I guess, the CIA again. And is like, she I have this her voice. She, she leaves a message on her voicemail. Oh. <laughs> Did you love that exposition? This is whatever. Cameron Diaz leaving a message on my voicemail. My voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> this is June... Uh, leaving a message on my voicemail to whomever is listening. Yeah. I have the Zephyr. Yeah. <laughs> and if you want it, I'm on the corner of blankety blank and blankety blank. Yep. Meet her there. Knock her out again. Put a hood on her. Take her to Spain. Okay. That was, ac- okay. I know that, again, she's been drugged dozens of times in this movie. This one was really funny because she's standing there like in a, with, in a circle being like, if you want the battery, you better come and get, come and and get it. And before she does it, like someone just like stabs a little needle in her neck. <laughs> and she's down. And she's down. That's really when the comedy kicks in. Ah, so. <gasps> Good punchline again. my favorite section of the movie. Spain. When they give her, I guess like a truth serum. Yeah, right? a truth serum. And she's chat, chat, chatting. <laughs> and it works, but not the way they think. <laughs> She, like, instead of, like, giving up the goods on, like, what they want, she just, like, has, like, this radical honesty instead. <laughs> I was obsessed with that. This was this was truly, like, if this, if she was nominated, or rather, she should have been nominated for Best Actress Oscar, and this is, like, what they should have played at the ceremony. 
Yeah, that um, there's like that long shot. Um, so spoiler alert: Roy has got eyes on her because like where wherever that she is with the danger, he's not far behind. Yeah, and he's like got he's clocking her from across this like Spanish villa or whatever, and yeah. she's just like chatting their you heads can, off. It's funny <laughs> though because they, they cut to scenes where it's where it's like a Cameron scene and she's talking, and then they cut to the scenes where it's Roy or Tom Cruise watching from the balcony, and you can still like hear like. <laughs> <laughs> Like from yeah. hundreds of yards away. <laughs> it's so funny. And she's just like, I guess she, I, oh, now I wish I had more specifics about what she's talking about. Okay. I wrote down um, a few because some of yeah, my favorite give lines. Them to me. So they're walking through the courtyard and it's like this elegant garden. And she's like, do you guys ever do any gardening? It's really <laughs> relaxing. And then they're like, they're like, shut up. We're taking you to whatever uh, special place. And she goes, oh, that's so nice. Everybody should have a special place. <laughs> It was truly some of the funniest lines in the movie. Um, I, I just know she was like taking in the locations. She was just like talking a lot about like the decor and like yeah. the gardens, like you said. Once again, we don't believe for a second that she gardens, but it's okay. It's so but funny. It all culminates into my favorite of the truth serum like spills where she does come face to face with Roy. Mm-hmm. And they're in like very imminent danger still. And she's like, like st- there's like 30 people standing around them with machine guns. Yeah. <laughs> funny machine guns. The funny they're kind. having they're having kind of like a small talk. <laughs> having small talk. And she just like stops and like he's like, Okay, like I'm trying to enact some sort of plan and she goes, Roy, you don't seem very happy to see me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he walks up to her. And he just plants a big old romantic kiss on her oh, in like this beautiful gosh. doorway in Spain and I was like, Wow. If you wow. only if you if you only have five minutes this to watch this movie, this is the scene to watch. Yeah. I say this or the bikini. But yeah, or yeah. the bikini. The bikini yeah. one if you want to challenge yourself. But if you wanna <laughs> if you wanna if you wanna relax, watch this scene. Watch the scene. Because despite to... being in despite like you said, machine guns galore. They take a moment to have their passionate kiss. Finally, the, Finally. finish what they started on the beach. Yeah. And so that kiss just it's basically one last thing for us to think about. It's like okay, they're yeah, done. cool. They got it out of the way in case any of them die, which we know yeah. they're not going to die. And so Roy Lat communicates like, "I am happy to see you. I'm going to kiss you now." And I mean, what happens after that? <laughs> So after that, they kind of they 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 find their way onto a motorcycle, and mm. there's a another car chase. chase, another through. chase in Spain, which was beautiful. Yeah, but it's it's a it's a pretty busy weekend because there's also the running of the bulls, which is just bad timing, and <laughs> you know they chose. Just bad timing. And I know they didn't they didn't you know GPS it ahead of time, but they end up on the road with the bulls. The same Funny. road. Can you believe that? <laughs> and they are exchanging gunfire and driving through the bulls. And yeah, another sexy, sexy chase, by the way. Sexy chase. They're kind of, they're straddling each other. She's straddling him. She's covering behind. He's covering the front. And this was they're a really a interesting scene because Tom Cruise is going to handle the driving of the motorcycle, which seems like something Cameron Diaz should do. And then... Yeah, he should do the shooting. And then he gives her the guns and he and he and she's like, "What do I do with these?" And he goes, "Let him have it." <laughs> and 
action movie. Yeah. And she, we want a line like that. She lights him up with the guns. And she yep. turns out to be a pretty good shot. And we learn Moving targets as well. This is incredible because I wish I could be somebody like this, like to be somebody who could learn just by watching. Like she watched him mm-hmm. and now she's learned how to kill dozens of people very quickly. And she's really yeah. good at it. So good at it. She, yeah, that mind to muscle connection for her, top notch. Must yeah. be because she's a mechanic, quite honestly. She understands. Yeah. She, the yeah, engine. I guess she has she has good fine motor skills, I guess, by, you know, kind of tightening wrenches or whatever you do to a car. But again, I really would have thought that she probably would have, I thought it would have been, I, I'm, you know, I, I'm happy with her being any position. Maybe it would have been nice if they changed halfway through. But I guess I was I was sort of hoping to see her drive the motorcycle in like a really like sexy hmm. way as like yeah. the car specialist. Okay, so only change to this movie, just trade. Just trade those those last two spots. Everything else well everything else. Well, perfect. I think I would have I like seeing her shoot the guns. All I'm saying is maybe halfway through she could have said, um, my Let's turn. Switch positions. Yeah. It would have been like sexual innuendo too. She'd been like, to, she's straddling my him. To, my turn to drive. Yeah. Like she's literally straddling him facing backward. He's facing forward. Very quite literally like in a sex position. And yeah. then like she could have been like, let's switch positions. Oh. Or, or I like my turn as well. But let's switch positions or, is funny. Or like that's all you've got. And then she. And then like, she strat like they switch. Yes. Kind of like on the beach when they like roll on top of each other. Yes. She switches. On a moving vehicle, on a moving right. motorcycle, they switch positions. And all of a sudden, like, it's night and day. She's a night better driver. Day. <laughs> That's the only change I would make. He makes a comment. He makes a comment about it, too. He's like, wow, you can really drive. Yeah. You drive like a man. No. <laughs> <laughs> you drive like me. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's too good. It's too good. And then, okay, so very quickly, we just come to find out that the Rogue One is Peter Skarsgård because right. he shoots a member of his own teammate um, when they've got Simon in the car and we're like, uh-oh, he was the bad guy all along. He yeah, was the, ba- the bad the rogue guy. He one. goes rogue. He kidnaps Simon. Yes. Quite literally kidnaps because Simon is probably 17. He's a child. And he's a baby. I don't really remember how this resolves though, which means I don't really care. Um, yeah, I think the only thing, there's this shootout. Again, everybody's trying to either get the battery or get Simon. And... Mm, oh, yes, yes, yes. So then there's a shootout and it comes to a, a point where Peter Skarsgård is like in a face-off with T. Cruz. Yeah. And T. Cruz is like, you want the battery? Have it. And he chucks it in their aircraft and they fly away, yeah. right? Yeah. He takes the bat. He gives it to Peter Sarsgaard in in trade for Simon, and yes, 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 yes. Um, he ends up shooting Simon for for fun, and then he gets in the helicopter. But Tom Cruise knew, and we should have seen this coming because the battery is getting hotter and hotter all movie. The battery has been heating up heating all up week, like the, like the sun, and then it explodes, producing a pretty minimal. A huge... <laughs> I thought that was a small explosion. Oh, it blew up the whole helicopter. How is that small? I know, but I was sort of looking for... Took it out of the air. Yeah, I was. I guess I was looking for a larger cloud. You just wanted a bigger blast? I wanted a bigger blast. 
I mean, there's a lot of guns in this movie, so we yeah. really didn't. I guess you're right. I guess we needed a bigger blast. I don't know. I it took the helicopter down, and again, millions of dollars gone. The gone. battery, the, the technology in that battery. I, I guess it's in Simon's head still, but gone. Uh, the dead? copter, Skarsgård. No, Simon. No, no, no. Simon's. He survived good. the gunshot. Yeah, because um, he. He's like laying on the floor and he's like, am I dying? And Tom Cruise is like, no, you just fainted. So he didn't get oh. shot. Remember? <laughs> oh. Oh, oh. You can fact check that okay. in next week's episode for me. But Skarsgård is dead. The copter's dead. Um, the other FBI agent dead. Everyone, like literally the hundreds of people that were in pursuit are all dead. More pensions to families. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even though he was bad. He was bad. More p- more pensions. It was bad, but there were a lot of other other casualties who just seemed like they were doing their job. Quite literally. So yeah, and then we wake up in the hospital. T. Cruz mm-hmm. is like wounded, but he saved the day. Viola Davis personally thanks him. She's like, oh my gosh, it wasn't you. That was the bad rogue one. It was Peter Skarsgård, who I don't know his name. Yeah, don't know something his name. with a T. Right. Not Tony, but you know, <laughs> close enough. in that vein. Yeah. And she thanks him, and then he's like, what about June? And Viola's like, nah, June, she knows she can't be with you. Like, you're, well, you're a sociopath, but also (laughs) the lifestyle. She's like, yeah, she sort of kind of took stock of everything that's happened, and she's she's good. She's out. She's out. (laughs) But then in the most brilliant, best callback ever, she, June, in a a sexy nurse's outfit, um, drugs him. She and drugs him breaks because him out of the hospital. She drugs him because it becomes clear to the audience that Tom Cruise is not safe and Viola Davis is going to kill him because she says, and guys, this is a takeaway. If the CIA ever says to you, you're safe now, that means run. Run. You are not safe. So Viola Davis says, don't worry, you're safe now. And whoop, 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 whoop. alarm bells go off alarm in bells. me. Thank God Cameron Diaz is dressed as, unfortunately, not a sexy nurse, just a nurse. Just a nurse. Just to blend in in the hospital. Just to blend in. But she's Cameron Diaz, so she looks great as this nurse. She looks great. She looks great. She were right. She drugs him, and that's fun because... So fun. And we go to, what, our fifth location in three days? Minimum, our fifth location in three days. I mean, the jet lag. I know. I can't believe she went to that wedding. I was like... Wow, I'd be so tired. I would have been snoozing. <laughs> My sister would be like, you okay? I'm tired. Sleeping in the in the pot roast. They wake up in South, South America, America. <laughs> to go to the Horn. To go to their someday place. Oh, yeah. He's, he says, what day is it? She goes, it's someday. It's someday. <laughs> I was like, these two, these, these two kooks are... They deserve each other. <laughs> they deserve each other. Um, we get the most brilliant callback of cinema history where he wakes up in mm-hmm. a car somewhere oh. in South America. Right. And he glances down and he's like, what am I wearing? And she's oh, like, yeah. you're wearing shorts. And she's like, Tom Cruise, I'm trained to replace a carburetor with just a wrench and I don't know a drill. I'm a making this band. up. Rubber band. Uh, I think popsicle sticks, super glue, hot glue gun, um, knitting needles. But I Easy think. Bake oven. 
yeah, right, easy bake oven. Yeah. Um, but I think I can get you in, in in a pair of shorts without looking. I'm not saying that's what I did. Oh, that's so good. So yeah. good. I love the that. The best callback. antidote to um, a lack of consent is just to do it back to the person. That's what the movie is saying. Flip it. Flip it. <laughs> eye for an eye. Hammurabi's code. Yeah. So we lull, we laugh. We so laugh. So funny. And they're ready for their sexy romantic journey. And they're so going to drive think. down to the horn. And they drive off into the sunset. Right. And there's like a beautiful soundtrack and just like gorgeous location again. Yeah. And oh, it is like everything we need. That's Everything it. we need. But you're missing the buzzkill. The buzzkill is that then they cut to his parents' house oh, and they find my, out the that epilogue. the parents have been sent tickets to meet them at the <laughs> horn of whatever. I was like, oh. Now You're going to go on tr- a honeymoon and invite your parents. You're going to invite the parents to to meet the parents of the their child who they think is dead, but now he's alive? That's, that's, that's not going to be as happy as we think. That's, like, that's, it's going to be emotionally That vacation is not going to go the way that she thinks it's going to go. <laughs> I was like, only a kook would do this, would invite his parents. I know. I, I, know. I forgot about that. because he's going to be when he finds out. <laughs> he's going to be so mad. Do you think she did it or he did it? She did it. She, she did, did it. it. She did yeah, it. she did it. Yeah, he's going to be mad because he's worked his whole life to keep them in the dark about that's this, so presumably emotion- for their safety. For their safety and just like, that's so emotionally manipulative or not. Manipulative isn't the wrong word. It's just like emotional terrorism to be like, <laughs> to, to make these people come I to South America. your mom and dad. Oh my God. They're like, oh, we won tickets. I didn't submit for these. Well, like you must have won them. I know I forgot about that because it plays over credits and I had to laugh at that I just wrote love that we jam the parents into the ending (laughs) title sequence just jam them in there right and we pull out in their um their mailbox says Knight which that was the first time I realized his last name was Knight you said you realized it when they were like talking about him at their house maybe I maybe I inserted it earlier than it should have been but I thought that they said I thought that they said it earlier but you're Matthew Something. in that moment. But you're yeah. right. Maybe this is the first time that we that see that even his funnier. name is Knight. If it's the you're last right. frame it's of better the movie, now it's funnier. Because it's still, it makes even less sense and it's even less relevant. <laughs> exactly. I gave up long ago that we would get we would get meaning out of that title. I'm going to say this. I'm really impressed that we were able to navigate through this movie. I know. I, I'm really impressed with us. We did a great job. Overall... If you haven't watched this movie, tr- stop what you're doing and please Go watch it. Watch it. With, with the car lover in your family. Preferably a Pontiac lover. It's for the Pontiac lover in your household. Yeah, I couldn't stop singing that GTO song after this. Little GTO. Yeah, this, <laughs> you I haven't heard the song. That, I don't know that song. Clearly. This movie has everything locations 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 jokes movie stars like there's you need nothing else i wrote everything i wrote that um yeah want to do final thoughts so i can just i think we need to because we've done a really (laughs) thorough job of trying to unpack it it i think we 
I think we need to rest on our laurels. <laughs> yeah, I just said that like this is I've already said this, but I'm going to put I'm going to go deeper. Oh, uh, this is all I need is this. I just mm. need stars. Mm. Two to three lines mm-hmm. in the beginning that will become a repeated theme. So like repeated lines. Um, I guess we would consider it maybe like a list of sorts that like comes up in act one and by act three it will they will all be called back and it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be a lot like two to three things and then all I need is a ride into a sunset with some amazing locations as like the song fades out that's it like I don't need anything else that but that and yeah. that is this movie yeah I think and it's for, go ahead. perfect yeah I'm I was done. gonna say my last thought <laughs> is that this movie, I can see why people would hate this movie. But I think that I can't for people <laughs> who, and I get it. Listen, I get it. But this movie was built for, designed for, written for, produced for people who love movie stars and movie stars who love being movie stars. Because, and I think it's just such a funny like celebration of like what a movie star movie can do that other movies can't and going off of what you said like it has everything because only a movie star could pull all of this off and you forgive everything else mm-hmm. and i, I, I can't agree. stop like this, nodding this movie and i texted you this i feel like this movie was made for me it's almost like I didn't even have to ask for it. And somebody plugged plugged this algorithm into a computer and then they printed this out. And maybe the pages got got disorganized, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, I just love the, the when you started this, you texted me, "Now this is a movie." This is a movie. This is now a movie. This is a movie and that is exactly how I feel about it. And if you find yourself saying that, it's it's a success. You're it's one a of successful us. movie. You're, one, You're of one of us. Oh, I like that. You're one of us. Yeah. Oh, this this is a movie. Um, I liked it then. I like it now. I like I it more it. now. I love it now. We're not. Let's spoiler alert. We're never gonna cover a movie that we probably don't like. Like I think right. we're gonna pretty much love all of them. But this is just one of the most prime examples I can think of of like what we're doing here on this earth and also with this podcast. I think that some of the movies that we've looked at before have tried to cater to people who love the stars, but also the lay audience. I feel like with this movie, it really just ignores the lay audience and really just is catering to fellow stargazers like us. I would, that's great for a fandom, Stargazers. We can't really own it. We can't really trademark it, but. No. Thanks a lot, NASA. (laughs) Assholes. Assholes. Fellow Stargazers like us will really appreciate this movie. Thank you for joining us on this. Wild. Wild ride across the world, (laughs) no less. Quite literally across the world. We were drugged. We were disoriented. We got hoods put over our heads. We laughed. We laughed we cried we glanced at gal gadot we 
took a motorcycle ride through Spain, got hit by a bull together, crash landed no less than probably two times. Yeah. Took a trip to the beach. We took out a stewardess and a pilot. (laughs) We did did everything. And Rodney got his comeuppance. Yep. They're like, who's Rodney? (laughs) Yeah. Go People who've listened to this pod but haven't watched the movie. Go back to movie. our hour one. <laughs> Quite literally. Who's Rodney? Who is Rodney? Great question. Good question. Um, you're going to want to review your notes. Yeah. Go back to the primary source. Go back to the primary source because you will be tested. Yeah. It's like school. If you ask three other people before you ask the teacher. So yeah. ask, ask your immediate family members if you have questions about Rodney and then come to us. Yeah, because we actually do operate under the belief that there are such thing as stupid questions. Yeah. So please. That's, that's, a really, that's a really dumb one. Yeah. And it's a you problem. You need to take care of that. It's not our problem. It's not our problem. We don't have time. We don't have time to answer that. We don't. We've been here for two hours. Two hours. <laughs> Longer than the movie. <laughs> Literally longer than the movie. Longer than the movie. We're at an hour fifty six twenty, um, ready to wrap it up. I mean, we did go on a tangent um, people with to people, people to people. If you're maybe look out now, for a bonus. Yeah, I was gonna say if you're hearing the mention of people to people now, but then you said you haven't mentioned it at all in the episode, then maybe there'll be a bonus episode where we talk about our experiences. Maybe we'll cut it. Yeah, we might cut it and save it for something. We'll else. cut the people to people student ambassador program mention. Yeah. Um, another thing for you to Google if you're unfamiliar, and um, it'll be a bonus or something. So yeah. Yeah. If you have. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, Stephen, do you feel good? I think we did it. Oh, we did it. Oh, we did the damn thing. We did it. I'm proud. I'm so proud I'm, of us. I'm so proud of Cameron. I know she kills it in this movie. Um, My as always, queen. we. Oh. <laughs> I know. Is she kind of retired now? She is retired. She retired from acting. Oh, I would love to see that face back on my screen. Me too. Maybe she'll do like a Jane Fonda thing, <laughs> like a monster oh, in law. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. She'll she'll be back. There, she'll we can't be. keep her away forever. She's just too magnetic. She's too magnetic. Um, yeah, get her and Tom Cruise together again. I'm dying to do that. Maybe we'll do Vanilla Sky. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? We could do. Vanilla we don't Sky. plan. We don't plan. We don't plan it, but we might do it. We might do it. Listen, we said we weren't even going to touch the boys. Oh, I mean, we said we oh. were never going to. <laughs> We were never going to do a male movie star. And look at us now. Look at us now. You can't, a... say, you can't say that we're not open-minded. You can't. That is one thing that they definitely can't say. You can't. Especially because we fact-checked and I've been wrong before. It's just, yeah. this is a, I think this is a great podcast. <laughs> I think we're really good at this. <laughs> yeah, it's, oof. This is good. You're welcome. All right. We've been dancing around our goodbyes. I'd like to say, we always say thank you to our stars. Thank you, Cameron. Thank, thank you, Tom. Thank you, Viola Davis and Gal Gadot, even Ugh. though you weren't the stars of this movie. Thank God. All right. Um, all right. Bye, you guys. Bye, everyone. Bye.